Welcome back, listeners, to the On the Field podcast. My name is Karen Wallstrom, here with co-host, advisor, Issa Nasiwa. Issa, always good to have you on board. Always good to be here. This episode is number seven, so we're starting to get up there, Issa, on our episodes from our uh, our first podcast series. Um, today, we're going to touch on the different types of mortgages, and the reason for this is the last episode, which was episode six, we talked about what a mortgage was, and from memory, it was a death pledge, correct? Correct. <laughs> Love that name. Um, Issa, tell us, the main types of mortgages, what is New Zealand's main product or, or type of mortgage? Look, the main type of mortgage we uh, most commonly hear about in New Zealand is uh, what we call a table loan. Table loan, okay. I like the name. Is it like uh, something that you have dinner on or what? Look, a table loan is not the dinner table. Um, it's the most common um, home loan in New Zealand. Um, majority of them are 30-year loan terms, which we talked about in um, episode six. Um, if you pay the minimum repayments, uh, principal and interest um, over the course of the loan, it'll take you 30 years to pay it off. Okay, so they have to be principal and interest. So what you're saying is the debt is reducing over every repayment. Absolutely. So the majority of your early mortgage, um, you are paying off interest off it. Small amounts of principal, but interest off the majority of your mortgage. So correct me if I'm wrong, but in a table loan, if you state it over 30 years, it's not until year 21 or 22 where you actually start paying more principal than interest. Is that right? That's correct. So the majority of the, you know, for nearly two decades, you'll be paying interest will be higher, the interest rate payments will be higher than what the principal it is. Once you get to year 21, 22, that finally flips and you start paying down heavily on the principal in the last nine years or so of your mortgage. Wow, so to break that down, if you're paying $1,000 a month to a mortgage, the first repayments on a table loan, you're gonna be paying $900 in interest and only $100 on principal? Correct, correct. And you're paying that sort of structure for a long time. That is insane. Tell us, advantages of a table loan. Yeah, look, I think probably the number one key advantage um, of a table loan is you have regular repayments on a set date and it offers the borrower certainty so they know when the repayment is going to come out what it's going to be and that just gives people really really good peace of mind so if you're on a tight budget um, where you want all your bills going out and you know for certain what they're going to cost you each month you're saying a table loan may suit you yeah that's correct and the majority of new zealanders um, like the certainty um, as it gives you the ability to plan throughout the year, understanding what's coming up and what your outcome is going to be. Disadvantages? I think that one of the difficulties um, are for people with sporadic and periodic income when they don't know that it's coming in. Um, they still know that there's a payment coming up, but if your income isn't coming through consistently, um, then it can sometimes be hard to budget. So, you know, for people that income is sporadic, it's sometimes um, a little bit harder. So commission-based, contract work. Uh, Not knowing when your income's gonna come in, when the next paycheck is coming in, uh, sometimes that can just affect uh, sort of your mental well-being, understanding that there is a repayment coming up, yeah. uh, but the income's not there yet. So flexibility out there. So moving on from a, a, just a basic um, table line, uh, what are some of the others? I think um, what you hear a lot is uh, revolving credit. Um, in yeah, essence, this word comes up a lot. Yeah, in essence, this is just like a giant overdraft at the end of the day. 
joint overdraft i like that look you, you know you can put your income and pay can go into this account um, and it can reduce the size of uh, the mortgage over time um, keeping the limit at the same um, what the revolving credit is and you know you can have all your bills um, and expenses coming out of this big revolving credit um, so it gives you a lot of good flexibility so what you're saying is like one big slush fund so essentially all your money or all your mortgage is held in an account where your pay will go into and the pay will if you get paid monthly will offset interest so you're lowering your interest costs every month every month every month and the way you can lower that is have all your income come in um, expenses go out and at the end of each month um, you'll see um, how much interest is saving I do hear of people with revolving credits allow obviously all their income to go on let's say 10k a month goes into um, the revolving credit account which if you've got a $500,000 loan reduces it down to four ninety straight away um, and they spend on a credit card every month and then um, once a month is finished they pay off their credit card is that right yeah that's correct that's um, we see a lot of people that um, have really good discipline um, make the most of the benefits of having a good revolving credit advantages on revolving credits oh look I think number one you just reduce your interest-free payments um, and also which we really like is it gives you the ability to pay off large chunks um, of the revolving credit and you don't um, get charged any extra fees on this. So if you have the ability to get an extra income, you can pile that into your revolving credit and reduce your interest. And if you do get in trouble, you can redraw on that too, right? So if you do have a buffer, you can pull back and actually pull money out if you're in a tight situation. Yeah, look, there's unexpected um, expenses can always pop up in life. And if you have a rolling credit with some slush fund of money in there, it just gives you the ability to redraw all the way up to the limit um, if need be. Disadvantages? You've got to have some serious discipline yeah. um, to control a revolving credit and not let it get out of hand. Because of that urge and temptation to be able to redraw on that limit, you just got to have some real good discipline in how you use it. So no avocado on toast, no two free coffees a day. Depending on what month the avocados are in season, but um, you know, watermelons are expensive in summertime, 16 bucks a pop, but you've just got to be smart and um, have some good discipline around how to use it. I know you've seen some horror stories where people have come in and seen you um, and have had a revolving credit set up and have done the spending on the credit card for a month and actually overspend and can't pay off that credit card. So uh, the credit card's increasing uh, and what's owing on it and all of a sudden they're actually uh, in a hole. Yeah, look, it's sometimes just human nature to um, get an urge or temptation, um, knowing that there's funds there to use, um, all of a sudden the credit card, um, you lose discipline on that, that affects it. You try and redraw money, all of a sudden a holiday might pop up and there's the ability to redraw on it. So when used right, um, really great tool to have um, a big revolving credit, but when used incorrectly, yeah, it can get out of hand. Human nature is temptation, right? Strip back the temptation. Um, third type of uh, main mortgage in New Zealand? Um, an interest-only loan. Um, and this is just, you only pay the interest component of the mortgage. So that got to be clear, the amount that you have borrowed on the interest-only loan doesn't reduce over time. So I take out 500 grand, it's costing me 3.5% 
interest on only servicing the interest on actually not reducing my debt whatsoever. That 500 grand stays at 500 grand. You're paying that interest component each month um, and it just does not reduce. When do you or where do you see interest only mortgages? It's a really good tool on investment properties when cash flow um, is key. Um, sometimes you might not want to pay down uh, the full 500 grand and you might just want to pay off the principal because obviously sorry the interest because obviously it's a smaller fee each month and also too um we see sometimes i know you guys see sometimes first time buyers maybe uh, go for an interest only just to get the hang of actually having a mortgage sometimes yep absolutely it's a big shock taking out your first mortgage and if you have the luxury to say put it on interest only for two years just to get used to owning your home um, just to get used to paying your mortgage each month um, the lower amount without having to pay off the principal if you're only paying off interest each month it just helps you ease your way into it um, and it's often good for first-time buyers. Fantastic. So if we're looking at, we've, we've just covered the three main types of mortgages um, in New Zealand. Obviously a component on those is interest rates, which is the question we get all the time, whether to fix my loan or to float. Fixing a mortgage, what does that mean? Fixing your mortgage is, is literally fixing the interest rate that you lock in for a certain amount of time. and. In New Zealand, we have some, I think the shortest, I know the shortest um, fixed rate is at six months. You can lock something in for six months and the longest is up to five years. Right, so if you lock it in six months, you're creating um, a lower cost to borrow money and flexibility, but if you're locking in five years, you've got certainty around your payments, but you also may not be able to access cheaper funds if interest rates go down or change. Yeah, right? we've, we've seen a lot of movement in interest rates over the last um, 18 months to two years. Um, and if you rewind five years to if someone has locked it in for a five-year period, um, they don't have the luxury of today's um, low interest rates. Um, they would have been paying a far greater higher percent long ago for locking it in for a five-year term. So obviously the advantage of a fixed loan is obviously a, knowing what your payments would be and knowing um, what your cost of funding is, what would be disadvantage of it? I think um, the length that you lock it in um, is key. Often there's a lot of movement, as I just discussed. Um, so flexibility, change in lifestyle, circumstance. Things, circumstance change all the time. So um, being smart around how you lock it in and uh, the length that you lock it in is key. Floating. Higher rate. Higher rate. Advantage? Flexibility. A lot of flexibility in how you repay. So you can uh, pay down lump sums if you want, with bonuses if you get those, or, or inheritance, whatever you may do, without being penalised. Um, disadvantages? Higher rate, once again. You've got fixed rates that are the lowest that you see um, advertised on TV. Floating rates are always going to be higher. And can change on you depending on the uh, official cash rate. Absolutely. These uh, floating rates can fluctuate and you will always pay what the floating rate is at the given time. Episode 7, Eastern Siwa, a pleasure again. We have uh, touched on table loans, revolving credit, interest only, and then a bit of a fixed and floating. Until next time, mate. See you then.